morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here, on another thrilling and thought-provoking Thursday for Torch Report 475. The future depends on us. Resist, we must, friends. They are coming for you, for your food, for your water, for the very life within you. Friends, I gotta ask you, how do you feel about the global elites deciding what you get to eat and how much water you get to use. You think about that, okay? That's what they're working on right now. And that means if the global elites are deciding what you get to eat and how much water you get to use, that means someone who does not know you, who doesn't understand your lifestyle, your location, your realistic needs, someone else is restricting your ability to make decisions about how you feed and water yourself and your family, your animals, what have you. Now, furthermore, friends, it also means eliminating all of your choices related to how you use the resources in your local area. How do you feel about losing control of these basic choices? How do you feel about water restrictions and food rationing? How do you feel about being controlled by an unelected group of global elitists who are hell-bent on micromanaging your life, potentially even eliminating your life? How do you feel about that? Friends, these are questions I think that everyone should be asking, but unfortunately, these are questions that never really cross the minds of the majority of people. The majority of people have no clue that all of this is coming. And that's not even the worst of what's coming, friends. And thus, the majority of people really will pose little to no opposition to this global imposition of top-down control, okay? As a result of all of this, as a result of most people being unaware and unconcerned, the globalist agenda 2030 continues to accelerate. Governments around the world continue to collaborate on the new and improved ways to program and control their peasants. People are adopting the new ideas. People are adjusting their behaviors. They are woke now, and they don't even realize that they're being programmed and manipulated for the purposes of profit control and depopulation. Friends, in this report, I want to demonstrate conclusively that this is precisely what is happening. Much of this agenda I've covered in depth in prior reports, but today what I want to do here is just package it with some direct references to the sources that substantiate these claims. I say the torch report is the truth you can trust, not because I'm asking you to take my word for it, but because I do this research and this reading and present you with the primary sources and the links that you need to develop your own informed perspective. So when I tell you that they're coming for your food, I provide you the resources so you can see it and read it for yourself. Today, I'm going to kind of uh, uh, consolidate this and just package it is as nice and tight as possible because they are coming for your food. First topic of the day, friends, referencing the recommendations of the World Health Organization. I first dug into this back on World Health Day 2022. The whole of humanity is being prodded by the WHO, the WHO, to adopt their Green Manifesto. 
And that's their words, not mine, the Green Manifesto. And it's critical to realize that this Green Manifesto is a synchronized global agenda wrapped up in the, U the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And this is what is actively being used to take control of the global food supply. So to start with, you know, governments are being told, according to the Green Manifesto, to keep fossil fuels in the ground where they belong. Now, just think about what that means. Those are their words. Keep fossil fuels in the ground. Right off the WHO website. Ask yourself, if governments prohibit private citizens from accessing natural energy resources like gas and diesel, etc., how are the farmers going to farm? How will crops be seeded and grown and harvested? How will farm fresh produce be transported from the farm to your table? Without fossil fuels, how will food get from the ground to your grumbling stomach? The short answer is that it won't. Okay, and that's just the plan. The governments and the corporations who are they're being directed from on high by the WHO, they're being directed to devise policies that incentivize this entire list of social and ecological goals, according to the Green Manifesto. And these goals are comprehensive, friends. They, they have specific instructions that are being disseminated from on high, down from the global level, down to the local level, including targeted green initiatives that have already been packaged up and polished with propaganda, that are being uh, put in front of small-town mayors, healthcare workers, and, and run-of-the-mill local citizens. They are propagandizing the public to accept this agenda at the local level. Now, these goals relative to uh, controlling what you eat... They include, specifically, tax the polluters. That's what they say. This is their method. They're going to tax the polluters. Specifically, they're going to tax processed foods and beverages. Uh, and anything else they just, you know, kind of arbitrarily deem to be unhealthy. They're going to tax the polluters. And that incentivizes you to eat less. Because once your favorite foods have been sufficiently taxed, you simply will not be able to afford them. At least not as Often, and since you've been incentivized because that you know the tax has driven the price uh, through the roof, this is also going to support the related goal of the Green Manifesto to reduce food wastage. Right? If you can't afford it, you're not going to eat it. Period. And so, on the surface, you know, reducing food wastage. Well, that you know that sounds pretty worthy. I mean, yeah, we don't want to just waste food, right? I mean, there's starving children in Africa, right? Clean your plate. So. Uh, it sounds like a worthy cause, but I think it's important to understand that the quickest and the most efficient means of reducing food waste is to reduce the amount of food consumed. They are coming for your food, which is why their policies specifically state the need to remove processed and packaged foods from the workplace. Remove process and packaged foods from the workplace. It's been a long day. You need a snack, but too bad because the globalists think we need to remove the processed and packaged foods from the workplace. Now, the World Health Organization's Green Manifesto, it goes into much greater detail on exactly how they intend to do all of this. They intend to strengthen food control systems 
When the globalists tell you that they're going to strengthen food control systems, their words, not mine, you better believe them. They're going to strengthen food control systems and they're going to go about, quote unquote, restricting foods and unsustainable diets. Okay, when they say they're going to do it, friends, believe them. They're going to restrict the food, restrict the unsustainable diets, including uh, what they say they, they, they desire to limit this is a direct quote from the WHO. They, they intend to limit or control human-wildlife contact. Now, how are they going to limit or control human-wildlife contact? I'd like to know that, but the purpose is to reduce the consumption of wildlife. As in, thou shalt not eat the king's deer. No more yummy snacks for you. No more yummy packaged snacks for you. And you sure as hell should not be getting protein by harvesting from the land. Thus, regardless of what you think about it, friends... This global action plan to completely eliminate unsustainable patterns of production and consumption, it's already underway. And it's been underway for over 30 years. The roots of all of these policies actually come from the 1992 Earth Summit that gave rise to the original Agenda 21, which is now kind of morphed into Agenda 2030. But I previously discussed all this in some detail. Torch Report 93, the one agenda to rule them all. Uh, Torch Report 196, the very strange agenda. If you want to dig in here, uh, there, there's links there for you to do so. But I think there should be absolutely no doubt about the fact that the globalist intentions are to take total control of the global food supply. We should not doubt that because they have made it abundantly clear that is precisely what they intend to do, and they're actively working toward doing that this very day. Hence the question, friends, how do you feel about the global elite's controlling what you eat. You might ask your friends, ask your family, ask your neighbor, ask your dog. How do you feel about the global elites controlling what you eat? It's a very pertinent question. Now, the next point I want to make today is that they're coming for your water, not just your food, but your water. We touched on this in Monday's report just a little bit. You may recall uh, how they are planning on thinning the herd. Uh, the globalists, they keep kind of morphing their plans. The more, they're, they're always adjusting to the present sentiment, uh, thanks in large to the sentinel surveillance and the social listening and the weaponized AI and all that. But the latest angle on food domination is actually found in their efforts to program the public consciousness with the United Nations' great new mantra, water is life, water is food, water is life, water is food, water is life, water is food. Now they claim, these globalist schmucks at the UN, they claim that agri-food systems, i.e. getting food from the farm to your table, agri-food systems account for 70% of the water that gets used globally. Thus, in their minds, uh, our so-called agri-food systems are destroying the planet. And to solve this problem, they are now emphasizing local-level action with youths, indigenous peoples, women, and people in vulnerable situations leading the way. End quote. Okay? Now, let's just pause here to ask the obvious question. Do you think? Does anyone think? How could anyone in their right mind think? Uh, do you think that youths... Indigenous peoples, women, and people in vulnerable situations are the best or the most qualified groups to determine what you get to eat and how much water you get to use. Do you believe that youth, indigenous people, women, and people in vulnerable situations should decide what you get to eat and how much water you get to use? Of 
course not. Come on, it's insane. And yet, this is exactly what they're doing. And the underlying intention here is clear, right? They're, they're, they're exploiting vulnerable people, vulnerable and naive people, for the purposes of political control. That's Marxism, that's communism, that's socialism textbook, okay? So this political control, as it relates to taking control of the water supply, is being rolled out with incentives that help water utilities avoid penalties. These are, uh, you know, everything in the report today, by the way, that has the little quotes, that's a direct, using their words, okay, their words. They're going to help water utilities avoid penalties. Water utilities uh, will be penalized when they let the peasants use water however they want, right? So say like using water to water your lawn or water your garden, or maybe somebody's watering some larger crops to produce more food. Now the water utility companies are going to get penalized for allowing the peasants to do that. And this is all based on some absolutely bogus claims that we, the peasants of the world, are using some 250 times the subsistence level of clean water. Tell me, friends, how do you think they calculated this bogus claim that we peasants are using 250 times the subsistence level of clean water? Who the hell comes up with that crap? And why the hell does anybody believe them? That's what I want to know. But this is why, because we peasants are, are using 250 times the subsistence level of clean water, this is why the globalists are now using satellite surveillance to guard water from well to tap. That's a direct quote. They're using satellite surveillance to guard water from well to tap. And these efforts to guard water, using satellite surveillance, no less, the efforts to guard water make it clear that water is not something that the peasants should have unrestricted access to, right? It's, it's being guarded, okay? Like they're guarding the, uh, the gold in the vault. They're guarding the water. So by extension, what the government guarding the water, that means the government must control your access to water. They must monitor, control, and ultimately restrict how much water you actually use, whether it's to take a shower, to wash your clothes, to water your garden, or what have you. They're going to take control of that. And the question is, how do you feel about the global elites controlling your access to water. How do you feel about that? Ask people. How do you feel about the global elites controlling, restricting your access to water? Gosh, geez, I don't know. That doesn't really sound like a very good idea. Well, they're doing it, friends. They're coming for your water. And more than that, the third point I want to emphasize today is that they're coming for you. You're coming for your loved ones. Friends, threaded throughout the globalist literature, there are really two staple themes. The first is the communist-style centralized control of both production and consumption. This is why the Chinese Communist Party is said to be the role model for the world. Okay? The second theme all throughout the globalist literature is that overpopulation is an existential threat to the planet. Now, both of these are memes. These are infectious ideas. These are patterns of thought. But these memes create a clear and present danger to the whole of society. And everyone needs to be made aware of this. The globalists, the ruling class elites living in their bubbles, believe with the utmost sincerity that they have the moral imperative to impose total control at the global scale. And not just for the sake of imposing total control, but to systematically reduce the human population in the process. 
Friends, I know it sounds crazy. You know, the World Economic Forum, uh, they, they openly admit that the planet's carrying capacity, so-called carrying capacity, is up for debate. But the World Economic Forum makes clear that the estimates for a carrying capacity could be as low as 500 million people. It could be as low as 500 million people. That could be all the Earth can handle. Think about what that means. I want to point out here that this concept of planetary carrying capacity was heavily influenced by the rabid eugenicist Thomas Malthus. Uh, And this fact, by the way, is openly acknowledged it's embraced in globalist circles. I first reported on this back in Torch Report 284, the the WEF and the Club of Rome. But Thomas Malthus, he, he, he offers some words that are highly pertinent to our discussion today. He says, and I quote, Finding, therefore from the laws of nature that we could not proportion the food to the population, our next attempt should be naturally to proportion the population to the food, period, end quote. Friends, to proportion the population means to reduce the population, just to be perfectly clear. Uh, The globalists who have been infected with this insidious idea that they need to reduce the human population. People like our very own beloved Vice President Kamala Harris, who recently said this quiet part out loud. These people are not thinking with their rational minds. Their minds have been infected with a mental virus that is driving an absolutely delusional depopulation agenda. But friends, they believe it. And we need to remind ourselves of that every day. They believe it. And, and there are many, many of them out there who do. Now, quite ironically, Thomas Malthus also spoke kind of a quiet part out loud when he said this. He says, and I quote Thomas Malthus himself, the guy who wants to proportion the population. He says, quote, we tell the common people that if they will submit to a code of tyrannical regulations, they shall never be in want. They do submit to these regulations. They perform their part of the contract, but we do not. Nigh, we cannot perform ours. And thus, the poor sacrifice the valuable blessings of liberty and receive nothing that can be called an equivalent in return. Period. End quote. The poor sacrifice, the peasants sacrifice the valuable blessings of liberty and receive nothing in return. They And friends, I just want to, <laughs> it's insane that they knew this 200 years ago. He's explaining this stuff, okay? And they've been pushing this and spreading this mind virus for centuries and they will never, ever give up. Just as a virus in the wild seeks to adapt and evolve so that it can continue to spread its seed, so too does uh, the, 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 these mind viruses, these viruses in the mind, they seek to replicate in the minds of as many humans as possible. And the globalists are spreading this mental disease, this belief in depopulating the planet at an alarming rate. They're using all the methods of modern technology to do so. The weaponized AI, etc. Friends, they are coming for your food. They are coming for your water. They are coming for your life, for your liberty, for your pursuit of happiness. They're coming for your children. And they will stop at nothing to get their way, to consolidate power, 
to gain total control, and to exercise unlimited authority over every aspect of your life. Friends, you only need to read their words to see that this is true. In my mind, this is what people need to be talking about, so please help me spread the word. The future depends on us, and resist we must, friends. That is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, find the heart, click the heart, and give me some love, subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace a thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.